Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we give a voice to the women whose story is meaningful, moving, and compelling. Today's guest is a friend of mine, Brandy Hobbs. Brandy, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Susan. Um, I'm really grateful to have the opportunity to join you today and also really grateful that you created this platform. It has been so much fun. So the idea was to shine a light on other women who are in their own way, moving the needle, fighting for equity in the workplace. And I have made some remarkable friends in doing this over the past year and a half, you among them. So I'm super happy to introduce you to my network. Why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? Well, right now, uh, much like everybody else who has small children, I have two daughters, and so I'm learning to be a homeschool mom and a stay-at-home mom while also being um, a chief strategy officer for a law firm. So that's been a little bit of a learning curve. Um, I joined this law firm a little over a month ago, um, almost two now, I guess, and um, came from a legal marketing background. Before that, I worked with professional speakers. Um, my education was in communication studies um, when I graduated from Pepperdine undergraduate. And uh, since then, I've gotten a master's in law firm management. So um, just really enjoying being in the legal field now and I'm um, happy to talk with you today. That is so great. So I can't tell you, I mean, you can, you can imagine the number of women in our network who are now struggling, um, you know, the identity crisis of a mom at the same time as being a CSO or a CEO or what have you, whatever your title might be, since we're all working from home right now. So um, I actually have a lot of friends out there who are helping moms who are, you know, walking that tightrope, trying to, I mean, when you're working from home and your kids are out of school, this whole nine to five thing just doesn't work. I mean, you're on call all the time for both. So I appreciate your carving time out. And folks, if you hear kids in the background, expect it and embrace it and know that this is the new reality that we're all living in. Um, I hope we do see more, you know, kids popping up on videos, me meetings, and, and, you know, this is just life, right? So the lines of what exactly. is professional. Exactly. Those lines have blurred now, what's professional and what's not. So I'm excited that you mentioned your children. It means a lot to me that you're uh, number one job is mom. I too am a mother and I treat him like he's still eight months, even though he's 18 years. He hates it. <laughs> um, tell right. me, you have had a wonderful educational background. So I am very drawn to people who graduated in communications. That's my master's. I, I'm a focus. I focus on comms theory, um, but I, I generally really connect well, which probably explains a lot about why I like you so much with people who have graduated in communications. And you also are very rare bird in that you have your master's in legal uh, management. That's really awesome. They are so fortunate to have you. Remind me again where you work. I work at Bell Davis and Pitt. We're a small North Carolina law firm based out of Winston-Salem and I'm in our Charlotte office. Nice. First of all, what a great area of the country to live. That's a beautiful area. And uh, it's really nice that you have that. I love that size law firm. It's manageable, meaningful. You can build relationships with the attorneys as well as the clients. So kudos to you on this new job that you have. I think they're very lucky to have you. 
Thank you. It has been a great move for me. I love our firm's leadership. And because it is small, I'm getting to see the whole picture, which is something that's really important to me. I grew up in a small business environment and I understand that a business is the sum of all of its parts. And um, having been you know, relegated to just one line, one department um, in other firms, you know, I see I see the big picture now and um, I'm brought to the table to have important discussion about all of our firm's operations, both our growth with our client development and internally how we organize ourselves. And um, it's very exciting for me. So thank you very much. Well, I have to point out something wonderful you just said is you have a seat at the table, folks. And, and for a marketer, now strategic officer, to have a seat at the table in a law firm is rare. And I think it's something that doesn't happen often enough. And I think that if you are going to operate as a business of law, you need to recognize that that is a critical, critical uh, seat at the table. And you need to give these business executives that kind of uh, voice, if you will. Um, good for you that you're in a firm that's small enough yet still big enough and that's nimble enough and recognizes your expertise as a business executive. Yay, shout out to that firm. Well, let me ask you, you've had a robust career, especially um, I've followed you in legal marketing. Um, I love that you gave the example how you had, you know, you were one line and now you're the bigger picture. I, I love that broader overview. You really get to understand how the puzzle pieces fit together. What has been your proudest accomplishment in your profession? So it's interesting. When I knew we were going to talk about this, I did some thinking about some of the things I've done um, throughout the years at various different firms. And I landed on um, building a strong team at my last firm. Um, so I had a team of three people, and it doesn't seem like very many, but for a firm of 90 attorneys, give or take, we were a very strong business development and marketing department. And the thing I love best about that was that we started with a clean slate on the first day of our third hire. Um, we sat down and we just laid out the ground rules. This was going to be an egalitarian team. We were going to treat each other with respect. There would be no infighting, um, no backstabbing. We were going to be kind. We were going to help as help was needed and we were gonna ask for help when we needed it. And um, we lived that for over two years. Um, and, and to me, that was, gosh, I guess almost three years. <laughs> to me, that was probably the most meaningful professional accomplishment because I took great people. And while I was responsible for leading them and I was accountable for their ultimate work, we were a true team in every sense, and I was really proud of that. Um, it was was hard to leave, but it was um, it was good timing. Um, we had a couple of departures around the same time, and so I was just I was proud of that. I'd love to recreate that at some point, and um, I I now know what it's like to work on a really good team. I have to say, you're bringing tears to my eyes because so few. People get to experience that. Now, all of my career, I experienced that type of leadership, either was uh, working under a leader who behaved as such, or was myself the leader who behaved as such. And I had one very bad experience in my career where the person was a good manager, but not at all a good leader. So I love that you put that first and foremost. It was uh, a priority for you to have you know, a 
you know, to engage in what we call transformational leadership, where everyone on your team is valued, regardless of title or pay grade, and they all had a voice and you're in it together. I love that. That's exactly what, you know, lifting as you rise means. And that's my motto. So I, I'm so glad you shared that. Um, I think that in the law firm setting, at least in my experience, you may or may not have experienced the same, that there's so much differentiation between uh, attorneys and non-attorneys that we certainly can't afford to create a, a made-up differentiation between, you know, among those in the business side. So um, I love that you showed that you valued everyone regardless of title or pay grade. So that's beautiful. That's a sign of a great leader. <laughs> Well, thank you. I am. Um, I will say you're right. There's a lot of different differentiation within law firm, the hierarchies, depending on where you are. And um, knowing that that was the case and knowing we had to band together to get a lot done with very few resources, considering there were just the three of us and um, ambitions, it was, it was a worthwhile endeavor and it, it made the work worth doing. I love to hear that. When someone says it made the work worth doing, think about that. I mean, we give so much, um, you know, and, and when you embrace the next day, knowing that you gave all of you and more, maybe more than what you had to give, and you still embrace the next day, that is a job, a job worth having, doing, and a life worth living. So I love that. What has been your biggest challenge or setback, and how did you overcome it, Brandy? So I, I had to think about this one too, because I have been blessed, lucky, and every other, you know, positive descriptor you can use in that sense. I think we had an opportunity as a family to move across country several years ago. I was born in New Mexico, had lived most of my life in the Southwest, had gone to school in California and Texas. Um, but my husband's job was bringing us to North Carolina. And while it was a huge opportunity for him and the right thing for our family unequivocally um, it was really hard for me I had come to the legal industry to um, actually go to law school and I had been accepted right about the time that we found out we were moving and that was a struggle for me you know a professional aspiration I'd worked a good amount of time to get to I'd built up a network and a career around legal marketing after um, transitioning to the industry as a secretary. So I felt really good about the momentum I had, about the career I was building. And abruptly that stopped. I moved to the other side of the country and felt like I was starting from scratch and giving up that ambition of going to law school. Ultimately, um, as you said earlier, I got my master's in law for management from George Washington University, and that ended up being exactly what I needed. So things worked out in the right way, but I think it was a struggle to start over and rebuild that career and refocus my energy and be in a new place. What a tough, tough time that must have been to have made that decision, um, you know, almost ripping you apart, I'm sure, emotionally, thinking about what could be if you know, if this, then that, and it didn't happen. And look, now you live in gratitude for where you are and the journey. Um, I love that. How courageous of you to tell that story and to embrace the, the good that came of the decision that you ultimately made. Um, so honestly, that's amazing. Thank you. I mean, it's been the right course. And again, I, 
almost hesitate to call it a true challenge. It was just a, a change, a significant change that upended the momentum at that time, but again, led to a really good place. And I think having a strong network and being tied into the industry as a whole, both through legal marketing and the ALA, it really kept me going, moving in the right direction and looking for the next right opportunity, knowing that that was no longer my course. That's awesome. I know that um, sometimes it's hard for people. I mean, I've been through enough that I've, I've reached that spiritually mature place where I trust whatever you call it, universe, God, life, uh, when life sends you a message that you're like, that's not even an answer to the question that I asked. What are you talking about? You know, life, come on, are you kidding me? And yet here you are, life knew what it was doing. And, uh, you know, you're, that firm is so lucky to have you. And I know your family is in a, a beautiful place out there. And here you are on my show today. I feel honored that you're um, taking time out of your schedule as both mom and CSO to spend time with us. So that's an awesome, awesome story. Um, tell us something maybe that people don't know about you, a surprising fact about you. So I learned the flying trapeze when I was in college. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> that's great. Yes, so I worked in an um, intramurals department. I headed up our experiential learning. I was, you know, just... it was a federal work study job on campus at Pepperdine. But part of that job um, was some experiential learning of our own. And the woman who was in charge of our programming took us on some really cool adventures. And one of them was um, going to learn the flying trapeze um, in the backyard of a home, I believe in Hollywood, where this gentleman, the instructor, trained stuntmen. Um, wow. and so it was really awesome. It's funny. You don't, you don't think as a student about all of the things you're learning. It's just like, this is really cool. I'm on the flying trapeze and anybody who knows me knows I'm not much of a risk taker. Um, and so it was exciting for me. It was definitely a stretch and I learned a lot of things. I learned about trust. I learned about timing. I learned about taking the leap and those things, you know, you don't realize symbolism of them when you're 18. And since then, I've thought back on that a lot and just how fun it was, what a great opportunity it was and, and what I took from the experience. So I have to say, that is one of the most awesome stories I've ever heard. I'm, I'm grinning ear to ear. My cheeks are burning. This is great. So yeah, imagine all the leadership skills and uh, such that you're learning while not realizing it. I mean, risk tolerance and, you know, pushing fear aside and like you said, taking the leap. How amazing you're making me that that's just what a great leadership um, activity. Um, I wonder how many of your lawyers would engage in that today. That's so funny. I don't know, but I can guarantee you I'm not adding that to our next retreat. <laughs> <laughs> They're happy to hear that. I think you've secured your job for the, the next, uh, you know, many, many, many years. So um, that's so okay. funny. What a great story. Um, well, you're a fascinating woman. I love that you talk about your family. I love that you mentioned your daughters and the move and how, um, you know, you and your husband are partners. I mean, his job took you there and now you're making the best of it. And the best of it sounds like it's the perfect thing for you. 
Uh, if people want to know more about your story or to get to know you better, uh, which I do, I'm looking forward to getting to know you better. Tell us how we can reach you. I think the easiest way is through LinkedIn. I'm, I'm active on LinkedIn quite a bit. Um, and I go by my full name, Brandy Michelle Hobbs. So you can search for me there. Um, or you can just email me. Uh, bhobbs.belldavisonpit.com. Awesome. Awesome. You know, before we go, I wanted to ask you a couple things. We have a little extra time. And I know that folks are working from home. They, they're probably listening to more of my podcasts than they ever did when they were in the office working. Uh, let me ask you, since my business is focused on lifting women, um, what do you advise? Maybe, you know, something easy to do or not. You know, what do you advise we do to help support other women in business? I'll tell you what I tell my kids, which is be kind and be a connector. So I feel like it doesn't take that much effort to just do the kind thing. Someone used to say to me, they read a book at one point that said, assume positive intent. I'm sure that's someone else's um, line. And I actually had a book, I think at one point with it in there. But the truth is, if you just look at other people, like you don't know where they're coming from and you respond to them as kindly as you possibly can. Um, my mom used to say when people were hard on me growing up, kill them with kindness you know, just, just be kind. It doesn't take that much extra effort to dig within you and, and figure out what the kind response is or the kind action is. I also say be a connector because I think that's what we teach our lawyers to do from business development standpoint. And I think that from a service standpoint, that's the right and only thing to do. Even if you're not the answer, figure out what right. is and, and connect people um, with their next right answer. So I love that. I just sent, uh, folks, I just sent her a private email, a chat message on this podcast saying, I love that with all these exclamation points. Because seriously, you, it, it, especially now um, in this age where we're communicating digitally and having virtual meetings, you really need to listen with empathy and not judgment and simply be kind and meet people where they are try to understand their perspective. Um, don't put upon them that which is in your own mind. We call it projection. So I love that. That's right. so powerful that you said that. Um, and you are that. You've always been a supporter of mine via social media. You're very, um, you listen with empathy and not judgment. Again, that's a trait of a transformational leader, not a hierarchical leader, which we want people to be transformational leaders in this day and age. Uh, so super important. And your second point about connecting people, um, I consider myself a connector. People tease me and say I collect people, then I connect those people. Um, and you are that way right. too. I love that about you. Um, it's a sense of self-security where you can, I mean, I even promote women who do similar or same things that I do for a living because the message is so important. Um, the more people who are giving it or the more messengers we have, the better. And we all speak different languages. And I think that supporting, especially other women in business um, is the way to um, change the world for the better. And you're doing that, Brandy. Exactly. Oh, thank you. I mean, I am humbled by that because I feel like I'm just, um, 
I'm doing what I learned growing up. One of your questions in advance, you know, was who's your best inspirational mentor? Oh, and yeah. that's, tell me, that's always been my, that's always been my mom. So, you know, I've, I was lucky to have a ton of, um, leaders and inspirational women mentors in my life, but my mom, um, she, she was the person who said to me, kill him with kindness. She was the person that said, you know, reach out and help when you can. She and my dad have a business together. So I got to always see that partnership. And, um, when I was growing up, she was still going to school. She was going to college and she took an interpersonal communication class. And I cannot tell you, you know, probably I was eight years old, maybe when she was going through this class and I learned so much and I soaked it all up. And, you know, that's why I chose my major in college um, because that communication and that connection is so important to me. That's awesome. I'm glad you brought that question up. I did forget to ask you that, and it's a very important question. First of all, thanks, Mom, for giving us Brandy. And I'm sure, Brandy, that you are emulating your mom in the way that you raise your daughters. So if we can raise daughters to be strong and secure and kind and compassionate, um, then we are, I mean, I think that's the greatest way to move the needle, for sure. So thanks, Mom, right. for listening. <laughs> You did a my, great job. Uh, my mom, my mom, her mom, and I all have bracelets that say strong women. May we know them. May we raise them and may we be them. And, um, I think that's something that resonates with all of us. And I'm just, you know, hoping to be an example for my daughters, especially through this whole process of working from home and trying to do homeschool and be the stay at home mom, you know, patience gets a little thin and you're being pulled in a million directions. And I'm just trying to show them, um, you know, the best example of myself apologize when, you know, I get stretched too thin and, uh, and take time to be with them when I really can and make the most of this and raise strong women. Brandy, it sounds like working with lawyers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to be patient and remember to apologize when you need to and to forgive them even when they don't ask for forgiveness. Um, yes. Yeah, so you Correct. are doing a remarkable job. Um, well, during this time of crisis, when we're all forced to, you know, in, into this paradigm shift and we're working from home, communicating digitally and having virtual meetings, I am here to support you in any way. You know my background. So if there's anything you need, I am here free of charge throughout this crisis. If you need an extra set of hands or a content, you know, writer or whatever, you know my background. So your law firm, yeah. if you need help during this time, please let me know. I'm happy to help free of charge. So you're amazing. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. you bet. Um, and I just want to put a shout out there as well. Uh, you know, I try to live what I say, and that is the be kind and be a connector. If there are people listening to this podcast who are um, maybe at a turning point in their career or have had to move or, you know, are trying to figure out what the next step is for them or transitioning from a different industry, if there's anything I can do, um, as you say, to lift as we rise, I would love to be of help. And folks, she, she means that. She lives that. She, she walks the walk. So what a beautiful offer. And Brandy, I'll put your contact information in the blog that I write 
Um, and folks, you know, That's I great. put pictures and um, Brandy, if you have favorite podcasts or books or anything you think might be a resource for those women uh, and men that you just offered to help, I'll put that in the blog as well. So you are amazing. I'm so glad we had this conversation. I look forward to getting to know you better and helping you more and having you help me when needed, when need be. I, I totally um, am not afraid to take people up on their offers. So thank you for making that offer. All right, everybody, of have a great day. And, you know, try to do your best in this shifting, um, you know, workplace mode that we're all in. And we're going to be in this for a while. So reach out to Brandy or reach out to me or both if you need anything that we can help you with. And thanks for listening.